are listening to a podcast from C3 Church Wallandilly. For more episodes and information, please visit our website at c3wc.com forward slash Wallandilly or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash C3 Wallandilly. This is the final week of our vision series. We start our new series next week, which will run through until the end of April. And we'll talk some more about that a little bit later on. But uh, why? I thought we'd just start by discussing why vision is important. Why vision is important uh, in terms of the life of a church and why vision is important in our own lives. So you guys can let me know when the screen works up there. Just ignore it in the meantime. So... You know, we hear a lot, there's a, there's a famous scripture in Proverbs 29, verse 18 about vision. Does anybody know what it says? Proverbs 29, verse 18. Does anyone know? Without vision, the people perish. Without vision, the people perish. Or other versions will say, without vision, people cast off restraint. Or they dwell carelessly, the NIV, I think, says. This sense of vision, if we haven't got something to keep us going in a certain direction, we can cast off restraint. Now, cast off restraint can sound like it's a... It's a uh, a bad thing, as though, you know, we're, human nature is like we all want to do our own thing, and that's true to a point. But even in the life of a family or a church, culture is important and vision is important because that's what keeps us going in the same direction. And so casting off restraint can even just mean that if we're not clear on where we're headed and what we're trying to achieve, we can end up just kind of uh, going all over the place and limit our success or limit our effectiveness for the kingdom. One of the things that's been so successful about the fire relief is the way that people have been solely focused on helping people. And that has been a wonderful thing. It's, we've seen tremendous results in, in a short period of time. And none of us expected this at the beginning of December, that there would be so much time and effort and resource and finance put into fire relief. And yet vision has kept it, a crisis has kept it going. And uh, one of the things that, that people will often recognize in the business world and the church world is that when crisis comes, a lot of the other peripheral stuff dies away and people just focus. You know, the organisations that have the least problem with, uh, the least problem with infighting within their organisations have been shown to be crisis organisations like the police force and, and the medical, like the emergency services in triage. People where, when there's a crisis facing you, all the peripheral stuff goes away because you need to deal with the problem. And, and I've, we've seen that with the fire. And so today is about trying to give us vision so that we can get order in our world. But one of my favorite verses about vision is actually not that one. It's one that doesn't actually get referred to very often with vision. It's a famous verse found in Jeremiah 29, verse 11, where God says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you a hope and a future, and plans not for harm or for evil, plans to give you a hope and a future. And you think, well, what has that got to do with vision? Well, the context, I believe, of that verse is so vital for for us as 21st century Western Christians living in this nation, because as our world starts to drift away from the values of the Judeo-Christian ethic and start to look very different to some of the values that we hold dear as Christians that we believe we want to uphold in terms of our faith, what that means is the life, the life that we end up living is very similar to the life of the people that God spoke that word to through the prophet Jeremiah. There were people who were living in exile, in a land that wasn't walking with God, that didn't hold the same values as their God. And they were living in a world where there was this desperation and this difference between upholding values of Christ, values of the Bible, values of Scripture, and this world that was so focused on other values. And it was into that context that the words of Jeremiah 
ring true, where he says, hey, in the middle of your crisis, in the middle of your exile, when things seem dark, when things seem like there's no hope, it's into that context that I say, my plans for you aren't for evil. My plans for you aren't for bad. I've got plans to give you a hope and a future right there in the middle of that. And I believe that's important for us as we move into a season where the world is rapidly changing around us. And rather, you've heard me say this before if you've been around our church, rather than bunkering down and living fearful, we have an opportunity to rise in the life of Christ and shine his love and help the poor and the needy like we've been doing, help those that have been affected by the fires. No judgment, just being able to shine the love of Christ in a way that brings barriers down. As the praise go up, what's it say? The walls come down. I love that song. That song is like a theme song for where our church is at. That together, people from every nation, people from different backgrounds, different minority groups, they can come together and be one in Christ. That's the heartbeat of our vision here at C3. And so I think it's with that in mind, the importance of of vision, I think that's where we sit uh, this year as we head into this. God has good plans for us. He has plans to give us a hope and a future. Let's not be fearful. Let's not be concerned about what's not working. Let's know that right where we are, God is still working. And he's still going to bring about his plan in our lives and in our family and in our community. So today as we uh, get into it, you'll see that we've got this brand new Next Step banner that I've brought up on stage, or Pastor Terry's brought it on stage. And I'm going to use this Next Step program that we are launching here today as part of the framework, as the framework for what I want to lay out about the vision that... uh, God, we believe God has given us as a leadership team for our church this year. And so uh, I'm going to talk to the next step. The next step has four simple steps to it. And the purpose of next step is that it's a simple one-stop, one-pathway where we can all grow and become what God has called us to be. Because wherever you are in your Christian journey, there's always a next step. There's always something. You might have been a Christian. You might, have got, you might not even be a follower of Jesus in your here today. There's a next step that you can be a part of today to move towards it. You may have been a Christian, a Christian for 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, but there's always a next step. There's always something we can do to grow and become more like Christ, wherever we fit on this journey. And so this simple four-step process is designed to streamline it. And so the four steps are our story, who we are, where we're going, our heart for you. Step two, get connected beyond Sunday. Find ways to connect other than just sitting in a church seat on a Sunday. Because that's the very elementary level of connection in life. Finding freedom, getting free from the things of our past that have held us back so that we can not just be free ourselves, but bring freedom to other people. And then discovering your unique design and purpose, discovering your unique unique design. What has God, God called you towards? And then launching into a whole new pathway system of leadership development and becoming a, an influencer at a greater level for God's kingdom. A simple four-step process that we are launching. How are we going with the slides? Have we got them going yet? All right, we'll just do without them. So our four step, our next step process is launching today. Part one is launching today. And what we're going to do at the end of the service is this banner is going to go back out in the foyer. And there is a simple iPad stand out there. And Anne-Marie will be there. And it's a simple opportunity for you to say, this is where I am. I want to do something. I want to take a next step. And we'll talk more about what next steps you might be able to do. And you can just go out there into the foyer. It's a simple iPad. You fill out a form, put your details in and say, this is the next step I want to take and bang, you're on the list, and then we begin the process. It's that simple. A one-stop shop, if you like, our next step hub. So that's the physical hub out in the foyer. The second part of our next step 
program, which we'll launch in term two of this year, is a four-week uh, course, a four-week training course that we'll be running upstairs during the time our sermons are on. And you'll be able to register for week one, week two, week three, week four, or, or all of them. And we'll be holding those probably once a term um, over four consecutive Sundays. So we'll let you know those dates. And if we've got enough people, we'll run that every term or every second term as we need to. And the idea is that those sessions would run along, alongside this. It would be about the same length as a preaching session. And in that, we will give you information about our story or how you can get connected and uh, how you can find freedom and how you can discover your purpose. And so it will be laid out for you. Hey, I want to find out what my purpose is in life. We'll register for a next step discover session. Okay, so that's the two frameworks, our hub and our course, all part of our next step program. So today I want to zero in as we share our vision, I want to zero in on those four steps as a source for a framework, if you like, for what I want to share with you all today uh, here about our vision for 2020. So the first one we want to talk about is our story. I'm very glad that I've got the banner up there because there's no stuffing on the screen. Hey guys, don't worry about the don't worry about it if you can't get it working, Caleb. That's all good. We can go off, we can go off here. Our story, who we are, where we're going, and our heart for you. Our, our heart behind our stories. If you're new to our church or you, you know someone who's interested in looking for a church, the idea of our story is that they can come to a simple session and hear our heart as leaders and pastors and what our church is about and the things that we value and not just what we value, but we can also hear, like Pastor Ravana said, we can hear your story because we believe as C3 Church that our story and your story should be linked together. We're part of a bigger story and so we want to hear other people's hearts and fit, find out how we can blend our heart with your heart and see where, what God might do in the middle of that. Our heart for you is that you feel like you belong. Our heart for you is that this, this is a place for you. Who we are and our heart for you. Where we are going, I'm going to come back to that in just a second. Before that, I want to say that as we talk about our story, our heart as leaders in this church is that we are always very open to questions. This is a church where you shouldn't feel like you can't ask a certain question because you might offend someone. Please be open. We as leaders know we're not perfect. We're figuring things out as we go a lot of the time. Sometimes we make mistakes and challenges and we, we, our best, despite our best efforts. I was talking to someone last weekend, I can't recall who it was, and I said, despite my best efforts as a leader, sometimes I, I'm aware I can't physically do everything and meet everybody's needs and we fall short. So we want you to know that part of our story is that, you know, you can have communication with us around uh, where we're headed and questions you might have about the church. Nothing is off limits. Just ask us. And so... Today, I wanted to talk about our plans for 2020, our plans for growth and extension as part of our story. Where are we headed? Where are we now as a church and where are we headed? And so you would have received uh, an email this week. If, you, if we're not on your, if, you, if you, we, you haven't received an email, that means we haven't got your correct email address. And guess what? You can go to the Next Step Hub and give us your correct email address. One stop shop. You just let us know. If you didn't receive an email, just let us know your email address and we'll be able to make sure that you uh, are on the list, because tonight you're going to be receiving a letter uh, after our Camden service tonight, which is going to outline some of the details that I'm about to share with you. In fact, it'll outline it in a bit more depth than what I'm about to share with you. But we, have heart, we have a heart for growth and expansion. This time last year, we started to feel the prompting of God towards what might it look like to create more opportunities and more options for people to connect with Jesus and connect with his church. And so we've been looking at options for how we might be able to add an additional service here at 
C3 Picton, and that is very much still in the pipeline. We're looking at finding some ways to do that as leaders. We're talking about what that might look like to add a service, even if it starts with once a month and builds its way up, but the option to try to build another opportunity to reach people for people for Jesus. That's really what it's all about. We're not interested in building big crowds for crowd's sake. We want to create options for people to connect with Jesus. And so you'll hear some more about that as the year goes on, but we still very much have a heart to to build options for extra services. And we're going to be doing the same thing at Camden as well, creating options. Now, part of that has meant that we knew that uh, Jill and I, as your lead pastors, would not be able to be at every service every week, simply because if we're running services that overlap with each other, we wouldn't be able to be at everything. And if we end up to the point where we're having, you know, three services at each location, we'll probably need the rest of the week to sleep if we try to get to six services on a Sunday just to recover. So, so we have been uh, creating space for that and aware of that and raising so many of you into positions and roles. And obviously, uh, your, lead, your location pastors, Pastors Terry and Nirvana, are an outstanding couple, aren't they? Outstanding. Come on. Let's thank Terry and Nirvana. They're an outstanding couple. Oh, I've got the vision up the back. We just haven't got it up there yet. We're nearly there. Don't turn around and look at the screen. It's fine. So we've been preparing for the fact that we wouldn't be able to be at every service every week. When we began that process, we didn't know what God had in store, but, but over the course of the last few months, it's become apparent to us as opportunities have opened that God had a plan even back then for how we might be able to expand and grow. And so what I'm going to do, to you, do now is read and summarize portions of this letter that will be sent out tonight. But could I ask that, I'll get to it shortly, but just, uh, just while you're sitting here, please don't share this information on social media as I, I share it. It'll become apparent why in just a moment. So I'm going to read a little bit and summarize a little bit of this letter. Over the past few months, Jill and I have been in conversations with our location pastors and board, board members at C3 Camden and Picton, the senior leadership team and board members of C3 Church The Rule, and respected leaders in C3 Australia who are familiar with us, our location pastors, and our church. Today, we're announcing that in May this year, in addition to our current role as lead pastors at C3 Camden and C3 Picton, Jill and I will be assuming the role of lead pastors at C3 Church The Rule effectively engaging, enlarging our immediate C3 family from two locations to three locations. I think that's pretty exciting. That's building our family. The current C3 lead pastors, Brendan and Christy Elliott, have sensed the call of God during the course of last year to, uh, to move away to America, to, to change of life. They felt like their season as lead pastors was coming to an end, and with the help of their leadership team and Pastor Stephen Deb, who many of you know, who have been our overseers for the last six years and are also the overseers at C3 Church The Rule, they've been looking for what it might look like for their church moving forward in terms of new pastors in ministry. And so during the second half of last year, their leadership team started to search and look for leaders uh, and looking at different options and what they might be. So we want to let you know that they have recently offered us this position as lead pastors to enlarge our location to three locations. If nothing else, it means you've got a great church to go to when you go to the beach on a Sunday morning. That's, so you've got a good excuse not to be in, no excuse to be in church and be at the beach, hey? But they've asked us to be a part of uh, that leadership team. We have accepted that position. But I wanted to say that we've not taken that decision lightly. It's involved a lot of prayer, a lot of discussion. It's in involves seeking counsel from respected leaders in our movement. It's involved conversations with our location pastors and our board members, as well as the senior leadership team at C3 Church, The Rule. And we've come to a point where we're delighted to say we've reached an in-principle agreement 
between our boards, our senior leadership teams at C3 Picton and C3, uh, C3 Camden and C Camden Picton, and also C3 Church, the rule. And along with Pastor Steve in his role as the overseer of C3 Thurul and as a representative of C3 Australia, everyone is in favour of this process and we believe that we have no reason to assume that it's going to be anything but a great opportunity to expand, to help us meet new, new people, new friends, expand our family, opportunity to network our teams together so that if you're volunteering as a leader in a team here, you can be a part of other teams and get to know other people. So it's a very exciting announcement for us as we grow and expand. But as I said, for obvious reasons, it was important to synchronise this announcement. And so that's what we're doing. We've been working hard to uh, synchronise it. So today, this morning, as we speak, Pastor Christy Elliott will be sharing this vision with the church at C3 Thurul. And this afternoon, we will be sharing it with the people in our church at C3 Camden. And so what we wanted to do is synchronise it. And obviously, because there are significant implications for the church at C3 Thurul, their, their lead pastors are moving on. Okay, you're not losing your lead pastors, their lead pastors are moving on. So we want to honour that, and so we want to respect that. And so we would ask that you would respect that if you happen to know people in that church or just refrain from posting anything on social about it just at the moment. Um, tonight, uh, C3 Thurul will be notifying everybody the same way we are via a letter, I believe, and then they will post uh, an official statement tomorrow morning on their Facebook and their Instagram account. After that, our church will do the same. And once that's happened, then it's public knowledge and you can let everybody else know, okay? So just in the meantime, just respect that process. We, last thing we'd want is someone in Thoreau to be sitting on their phone and read something that you know, they haven't been told yet, or someone who's not in church in Thoreau today to find that news out. We just, it's just a respect for other people. So that's how that will be taking place. I want to read this bit to you. Jill and I consider it a great honour to serve as your lead pastors. We look forward to continuing in this role for many years to come. While some aspects of our role will change, we'll still be very much engaged in the life at C3 Camden Picton. We understand that for some, news may be emotional or challenging, and that's totally okay. I'm not sure, because I know how much you love your location, Pastor, so I don't think you'll have a problem with it. But family dynamics do change as people get older, move out. We had one more go yesterday. It was great. Sorry, that's not on the podcast. Um, <laughs> or get married, etc. Although we know it's a normal part of life and indeed a good thing, that news would be normal too. After all, our church is a family. So if you are feeling a bit awkward about it or whatever, we, we totally understand that. We want to acknowledge that. Any change is uncomfortable. Even good change can be uncomfortable. Please come and speak to us. Chat with us about it if you're feeling that way. I would say I would ask that you would, as a church, lean in and super support Pastors Terry and Ivana. I know you already do that. I kind of feel like I'm preaching to the converted here. But these guys, with the responsibility they're taking as location pastors, there will be a higher level of responsibility. And so the burden, the weight of the burden of church has its joys and it has its delights and it has its fun, but it also is challenging at times. As we the Apostle Paul says, we carry the burden for people's lives, and so that can be challenging at times. So we're aware of that. No worries, Caleb. Caleb was just telling me the back screen is the best we'll get, but don't worry about turning around. That's fine. So... We want you to be aware of supporting them. The caliber of our location pastors is amazing. All the guest speakers that come through our church, they say, you guys have got incredible location pastors for a church your size, you know? So, so we should be thankful of that, honor that. And I would love you, and thank you, Mari, that's fantastic. I would love you guys just to chat with them and encourage them and pray for them. Hebrews 13 says, 7 says, pray for those in authority over you because it's good for you to do that. So I'd encourage you to do that. And what I want to just quickly do is maybe just address a couple of 
questions. What we've done is we've tried to address the things that you might ask in the letter. So you'll have this tonight. How will this affect our roles? Well, essentially, it will mean that we won't be able to be at every service every week together. So uh, the service at C3 through all is at 10 a.m., same time as here. So once this kicks in, off in May, we've, put, we've drafted up a schedule, which will be a rotational schedule. Pastors Terry and Ivana, unless they're on holidays, they'll be around. We will, Jill and I, some weeks it'll be one of us here, some weeks it'll be both of us here, some weeks we might not, might not see either of us here. Well, we just, that's the way the process will work. But as, summer, as well as that, we'll be supplementing that. We'll be preaching pretty much whenever we're, we're around. One of us will be preaching. You'll get to hear from Pastor Jill a lot more from the pulpit than you have previously because, uh, you know, she has done an amazing job with the kids' ministry and freed Jill of some of those responsibilities. So, and also means that there's more, respons- more roles and opportunities opening up for the rest of the church. This is, we're not a bottleneck church. We want to turn it this way and create opportunities for people to use their gifts and discover their purpose. So as well as that, uh, pastors Edwina and Ivana will be uh, re- actually coming on with additional staff hours at our church. So be, Pastor Ivana will be going from zero employment to a couple of days' employment worth of something like that. So she's currently not employed, doesn't receive a wage at all. And that's happening because... Uh, part of Jill and my wage will be paid by the C3 through all community. Does that make sense? And we wanted to stress that right from the beginning. We weren't going to do this without remunerating and supporting our location pastors to be able to do their job. So I think that's exciting for Pastor Ivana too. And uh, Pastor Terry's going to continue to work full time, so don't, outside of the church, so don't expect anything more of him. He'll be very, he'll be very busy doing just what he already does. But uh, that's, that's part of that process as well. Uh, C3 Camden Picton will, will be charging a management fee to C3 the rule, which will supplement our overall income base and provide more income for us to be able to do that. Is this a sign that Pastors Rowan and Jill ourselves are planning to conclude our roles? I just want to stress that is not the case at all. We are deeply committed to our role as lead pastors and have absolutely no desire or intention of moving on to something different. We're fully expecting and indeed excited about the prospect that, God willing, we would remain as your lead pastors for many years to come. In fact, this model we're talking about is the way the church is going in this country, and it's the way it's going in Western multi-site church is very popular and very common. And lead, pa- lead pastors who oversee the vision and direction of churches and have location pastors that are able to coordinate services and pastoral care and the day-to-day running of the church. It's very common. And it's no reason to assume that it would be any different for us. That's very much what we have in mind. In fact, we were already going, as I said, we were already looking at options for additional services, for new locations, and some of those things are still in the fire as well. We don't want to obviously start something that we can't sustain because we care about you. You've probably heard me say you're more important than who you you are is more important than what you do. We don't want to burn people out in the process of of uh, you know, trying to expand rapidly. We want to grow wisely. And so we are looking at expansion, but we're doing it wisely. There's a whole lot of stuff in there I won't go into about, about governance and structure. You can look at that in the letter. Do I anticipate problems? Well, the answer to that is yes. Okay, and the reason I say that is we have done everything we can to, to alleviate as many problems and challenges as we can. But all, managing an organization or a business, if you're in business, will know that it's like steering a ship. You can set your rudder, you can set your direction, you can anticipate everything, but if you just keep going that direction, by the time you get to your destination, you're going to be way off. Why? Because currents change, weather changes, and so on. So we are doing everything we can to uh, work through prayerful discussion and communication, and so we would ask that you guys just remain flexible as we negotiate what that might look like. Keep supportive, keep asking questions. Questions are available and are welcome to be asked. Last thing I want to say is, will there be location pastors at C3 Thoreau. 
And uh, not initially is the answer to that. I'll go into more depth in the letter than I've got time to do now. Not initially. But the reason is, is that C3 Thoreau is a long-standing church that's been a, mo- a monocyte church for 33 years. It's a long-standing church. And so to just thrust location pastors in there when they haven't had a chance to develop relationship would not be advantageous to them. So Jill and I, in many respects, will be like the location pastors at Thoreau in the short term. They do have a paid pastoral care pastor on staff who is able to take care of a lot of pastoral care, which is great. So Jill and I will be managing getting to know people in the church, building relationship with the leaders. It takes time. If you were in the church here, Picton, when Jill and I first started, it's time. And it's taken several years to uh, be at the point where we can release, release location pastors here. We've got no reason to assume that it would be any different there. So that's our big announcement today. I think it's exciting. I know, that, I know that it probably affects Jill and I more than it affects everyone in the church, but I think the good news is we're growing and we're expanding and we're seeing God move. And it's a church that needs pastors and needs leaders, and Jill and I's heart has always been wherever there is a need, we know that's Pastor Terry Nirvana's heart as well, wherever there is opportunities to advance the kingdom of God, we'll have a go. All right, so that's our, our story component. Let's go on to our Connect Aspect. We'll rush through the rest quite quickly, and then I'll ask Pastors Terry Nirvana and Jill to join us. Connection beyond Sunday. It's not enough for your health, talking as your pastor now. It's not enough for your spiritual health to just sit in a church pew on a Sunday. If you're going to grow in your faith, you need to be connected beyond that. You need to join and be involved in engaging in the life of a church during the week. You need to be engaged in the life of the church on, uh, on a Sunday, serving and volunteering. That's how we grow. God has more in store for you than just that. And so people who, has been, this has been shown, that people who connect beyond sitting in a chair on a Sunday, they tend to stick at their faith. The rate of involvement in church goes, the, the rate of uh, consistency and growth in faith is huge when people engage. The moment they get engaged in serving in a church or attending a small group, the chances of them sticking at their faith is huge. Now, you might be one of the exceptions. You could sit there and go, that's not going to happen to me. But historically, I've been a pastor a long time, and I can tell you, people who are engaged are far more likely to keep walking with Jesus than people who aren't. You see quite a few people nodding their heads. So how can you do that? Well, you can connect beyond a Sunday. Sign up for the Connect information session that we'll run in term two. But simply, the two simplest ways are if you're not in a gathering, join one. Join one. We've got lots of gatherings you can be a part of. And all you need to do is say, sign me up for a gathering, join a gathering at the Next Step Hub, and our team will be in touch with you and work out what's the best gathering for you, how that works. And the second thing is, if you're not volunteering on a team, volunteer on a team. It doesn't have to be every week. Once a month is a great start. But just sign me up for a volunteer, just tick volunteer on a team, and our team will get in touch with you and we'll help you find out what the best team for you is. Pastor Ravana will talk about this in a moment when we have our panel. But uh, she shared with our leaders the other day about our, the heart for, that Pastors Terry and Ivana have for this church, one heart one go, for God, church, and community, having one heart for God, the church, and the community. And we will talk about that in a moment if we've got some time. I'm racing ahead as quickly as I can. Is it okay? I feel like I'm ramming everything down your throat, but I realize that's awkward. That third step, find freedom, is very important. Because to the degree that we live in bondage to the challenges and the hurts of our past, they are the things that will hold us back from becoming all that God wants us to be. So it's intentional that we've put this one here before we've gone on to work work about what what your purpose in life might be. We want you to find freedom. And so we'd love you to be able to join a find freedom 
information session. That doesn't mean you'll go to one session, you'll do one bit of counselling or, or, or one book and suddenly you'll find complete freedom. Is anyone here completely free yet? None of us are completely free. We're still on a journey working through things. But we're passionate in this church about helping people in their well-being, helping people be free so that the things, the pain, the hurts, the challenges, the sins, the things that, sins that have been committed against us or the sins we've committed in our past the sins we continue to commit don't hold us back from discovering our purpose and becoming all that God wants us to be. In our church here, we value vulnerability. You can be yourself around here. That's our heart. I know it doesn't always feel like that. That's our heart. We want you to know that you can be yourself. We tell our leaders in this church that vulnerability is a qualifier, not a disqualifier. If you want to be disqualified from leading, then just refuse to be vulnerable. Just put up a mask and pretend everything's perfect because we look at that and we go, none of us are perfect. We want people who are prepared to say, I'm on a journey, figuring things out as I go. Be vulnerable. Vulnerability is a qualifier. And it's hard to help others find freedom if we haven't discovered it ourselves. But here's what I've discovered. In the areas where I've received the greatest freedom, they tend to be the areas where I'm empowered to help others to receive the greatest freedom. Because I've walked that journey. I understand. I can say I I experienced that pain. I know what that thing is like. I've been through that challenge. And so we want to help people to find freedom. And so what the Find Freedom course will do, among other things, will be like a triage. It's not like your pastors, location pastors, lead pastors, or your team are suddenly going to be able to fix everything. But when you go into a hospital ward, into the emergency department, they they triage department. They, They figure out what the issue is, and then they put you in the right room in the right direction. Well, what... What Find Freedom will do is it will list a whole lot of different areas of challenge or bondage or difficulty in our life, and it's just a simple checklist. And you can go, well, I identify with that one, and I identify with that abuse issue, and and I identify, my husband didn't treat me very well, or whatever it might be. And you can identify with those different things. And then we can begin to work with you on how you can move forward in freedom and begin that journey towards freedom. The last thing to share is discover. Discover. And so... Session four of our Discover Information session will be around helping you find your gifts, finding out your natural abilities, your God-given talents, and helping you to fit those in. We want you to find a place to use your gifts for the benefit of the kingdom. That's our Discover session. And so in, and also in this Discover component, we are going to just, just now share around a couple of upcoming things. So we wanted to let you know about our local missions plans for this year, because the reason is, I'm putting it in this segment, is because as you find your place in church, you can be a part of this. You can be a part of uh, reaching out into our community and being a part of that. And so our local missions, as well as the, the fire stuff that has been so good so far, we're also going to be launching a program called Kids Hope. We can't play the video. It's going to have to wait till next week because the video is not working. We're going to play a video, but we'll do that, we'll do that next week. Okay? So Kids Hope program. Pastor, do you want to just come and tell us about the Kids Hope program? And then... Uh, We'll... Yeah, you guys can come up too now. We'll get ready. Sorry? Oh, just quickly go through it so people understand. Um, yeah, so Kids Hope is uh, a mentoring, basically it's a mentoring concept for um, kids in primary school. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's an organisation that we're able to, to partner with, which we have partnered with, and they provide training. So I did some training last year, and Carol did some training several months ago up in Gosford with this organisation, Kids Hope, and it's about uh, one church, I'm trying to think what it is, one church. One hour, one uh, One school. One school. 
one, one mentor, one child, one hour a week. And so that's what it's about. It's about really no frills. It's about going in. It's about trained people going into a school for one hour a week and being matched with a child and spending an hour. And there's so much uh, benefit, um, which is what the video would have told us about, the benefits um, just to how incredible that, that can be to the life, in the life of a child. So uh, we're so uh, thankful that uh, Tarmor Public School have agreed to run yeah. this with us. And, um, and we're so um, thankful that Carol is able to coordinate this program and she did the training last year before she got, things got a little bit busier with the fire appeal and Carol's not here today. She's, uh, hopefully she'll be here next week and you guys can play the video and... Um, yeah. But yeah, we, we need to raise a team. So if that's something you might be interested in, if you think you know, you've got an hour a week where you'd be prepared to go into the school and mentor a child in primary school, um, you know, there, there will be, you'll need to get a, a working with children check. There will be some training. There'll be child protection training. There'll be kids hope training. But if that's something you think you might be able to do, we, we would love to, um, to hear from you. And you can give an expression of interest today through the hub as well. Yep, that'd be great. Thank you. Give that back down there. Yeah, that's all you need to do is just give an expression of interest, and when the time comes, our team will connect. Caleb, it's okay. It's all good. We're not worried. Poor old Caleb. He's racing around trying to fix all the tech stuff this morning. So that's our, our uh, local missions, part of what we're going to do with local missions. We're also, as you saw, we played our video. We have a team going to uh, Thailand, to, to the northern part of Thailand, a compassion trip. Uh, at the back end of September, and you can also register your interest for that as well if you want to, if you've never been. We have actually, I think we have over 30 different people from our locations that have been on a mission trip to Thailand. Put your hands up if you're one of those people who's been on a, one of our mission trips. Even in the room, there's quite a few of us. So over 30 different people who've been, and we, uh, we try to do that every 18 months, two years or so, and so we have a trip in, in September. Register your interest, and we'll let you know about that. Also wanted to give you an update on C3 Bangkok, the church that we partner with. So many of you support C3 Bangkok. And I just wanted to say very quickly, C3 Bangkok is going amazing. Uh, since, since Dan and Jen have moved back to Australia, they were the Australian couple that planted the church. They moved back to Australia. Uh, a, young, a young guy by the name of Pastor Turbo, what a cool name, he has taken over the church and it is growing. And the last two months, they have met their budget even without our financial su support. They are meeting budget which has been amazing because that's, now if we can continue that for some time, we can look at other opportunities to expand and use our resources of your generosity. But I think that's so good to see a church that's growing. Follow them on social media if, uh, you know, some of it's in Thai and you can't understand it, except Tuk, she understands every word of it. But, but, uh, but you know, that you can, Google, uh, Instagram's got this fantastic thing, translate thing, and you can translate it. It usually says, you know, the nurse was in the bin or something, but, you know, it says something strange. It doesn't exactly say, but you can get the gist of what it's trying to say when it translates. But, Follow them, encourage them, because this is a, a young church with young people, very, very young Christians in C3 Bangkok. Um, even the leadership team, with the exception of Turbo, most of the leadership team have been Christians less than university students, and most of them have been Christians less than three years. It's fantastic. It's frontline Christian ministry, and so I want to just give that report that it's going really well. Pastor Turbo is doing amazing. Jill and I will be over there at the end of March, having a week with them, encouraging them, and uh, doing some teaching and Got some other people flying in from a church in Myanmar who will spend some time there as well. So that'll be great. All right, we might have our panel. We might get you guys up on stage, give you a chance to talk, and I'll stop talking for a while. Thanks, Louise. I'm all right. He's all right. He hasn't hurt himself. 
There we go. So I've just got a few questions that uh, I wanted to share with these wonderful people. As I said, we would have done this last week if we hadn't have lost the week before, but we realise we are kind of cramming it, so apologies for that. But uh, just to have an opportunity for you to share a little of your heart uh, for the church and where you're at. So I'm going to start with the, the question regarding C3 the rule and just start there. So that was question three on your list, Pastor Terry, but I just decided to mix it. One, Pastor Terry doesn't like it when I change order on things, but he always flies through. So maybe you guys could start by sharing what, a bit of your journey. What are you you're feeling about that news and how, how, you, how you... I know you've had a couple of people ask you that already, so what would you say? Well, um, you're not on. I should add before Pastor Terry says that our, our leaders, those of us that are part of the leadership team, uh, they found out this news last week at our leaders' retreat, but we asked them out of you know, respect not to share it with anybody until today. Yep, go ahead. Okay. Here we go. You're yes, on. we're on. Hey, yeah, yeah my, my f- the first thought about it is um, the Isaiah passage, Isaiah 6-8, and uh, mm. when, uh, when God asked, you know, um, who shall I send? And uh, as a church and as a leadership, and we, we always want to put our hand up. Yeah. yeah that, that, that's our heart, to, to right. be ones who say, yeah, when God says, who shall I send? And say, Lord, send me. And that, that's, our, that's, that's our heart. Whatever it is, you know, uh, we, we want to live a surrendered life to, to what God wants to do. And, um, yeah, that, 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 that's my um, first thought about that. You guys do that so well. Hey? That's uh, your heart. Yeah. And, and as long as we have that heart, op- opportunities like this will open up. Mm. Yeah. yeah. In all our lives, opportunities yes, have, yes, open up like that. And, but that doesn't come without its challenges. But we believe that uh, you know, God gives us the grace to be able to do all that he's called us to do. So we, we take um, rest in that and, and uh, we're secure in that. Yeah. Great. And um, so when I first heard about it, my first thought was, God, your heart is so big. Like, you're not just limited to C3 Picton and Camden and, and the news of the rule, the possibilities there. I was just like, Lord, would you continue to stretch my heart and our hearts together? And um, a peace fell really quickly and an excitement. Again, not, not denying the fact that with growth and stretch, there's the reality of challenges and change, but that with that also comes new birth and yeah. new life. Yeah. And um, our hearts are for people, and that's people from wherever the Lord would choose to use yes. us. And also um, being prayerful and, and having you guys as our lead pastors, we believe in you, and we believe in the gift that you are. You know, So we're excited for C3 Rule to have you guys now come in as their lead pastors um, and be that gift to them that you have been to us and to Camden and to many others along your journey. They've now joined our story. Yeah. And so our story gets bigger. Yeah. And I absolutely plan to visit when we're on weekends yeah. off and go and refresh. And we have done that actually. You have. Even before yep. this news. Like, and it's a great church and great people. So, yeah, we're really excited. And I also want to encourage everyone that we are part of a movement that cares about people 
and cares about those leading them. So yes, pastors Jill and Rowan have had the opportunity to talk to their oversight and to seek wisdom and godly counsel and to the board and to us. But I want to also let you know that we had some of their oversight contact us yes. and make sure that we were okay with this decision and that what our hearts were. And I loved that when yeah. I got the call and I was like, Lord, thank you for letting us be a part of a movement that cares for one another. Mm. And so they wanted to know that we were okay for our care for these guys. And I, I just was like, yeah, this is church. This is God and this is who we're a part of. So, yeah, yeah it's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Ivana. Um, yeah, I feel... I don't know, I feel real calm, I feel a calm, and I've had that from the very outset from when this, you know, this um, was first discussed and we first started thinking about this months ago. Um, it's just a real peace on the inside, and we haven't, you know, it, it, was, a, it was an idea, it was a, you know, that kind of thing is, it, I, I kind of, I have a sense, I, I, my experience in, in walking in the kingdom or life with God is that very, ra very rarely is there like a golden path be before you and you're like, yes, this is the way, you know. Usually it's like, I'm not sure. It's going to take a little bit of a step of faith, but, you know, God, I trust you regardless. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is I know he's, he's got our back. I know he's with us. Um, so I've been like, well, what is it to be afraid of? Because um, we have God with us. Mm. And so, you know, I, I held it lightly and I said, well, if it's your will, God, we're... And, and it seems right to the people, to you guys and to the people around us, then we'll, we're, 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 we're happy to serve, we're happy to be part of this. But if something happens and, and it's not for us or if it's for someone else and we're not, um, you know, we're not, and it's not, it doesn't go ahead, then that's okay too. Yeah. And I've had that peace all along. Um, and, but I'm, yeah, I'm feeling, so I feel just, a, I feel peace about it. I feel like God's going to, it's a new page, and we're not quite sure how it's going to look, but we trust him, and we, yeah. we know he's a good God, so... Yeah. Yeah. One of the meetings that we had down there, we were able to just chat with some of the department leaders in the church and hear their heart a little bit, and, and I was quite amazed at how keen they are to be a part of a bigger family, you know? There's people who've always been in their own entities who say, hey, you mean there are people we can connect with in Picton? You know, we can have, we can build friendships across, you know, I think that's great. I think that's part of the family of God. Yeah. And I think just on that as well is we've been very much um, from the outset with the conversations we've had with the team at The Rule, with um, their leaders and with the search team of you get, what you get is what you see yes. with us. So, um, which probably goes into one of the other questions about our cultural values, but for me, I don't know if it's something about getting a little bit older. Maybe some of you, people who are a little bit older, might get this. But you, you kind of like, you know what? I'm, this is, this is, this is, this is who we are. This, we're not, we're not interested in being superficial. We're not interested in over, trying to oversell ourselves. We're not interested in uh, ambition. We're just like, we love God. We'll serve Him to the best of our ability. Yeah. This is us. Yeah. Um, we're not perfect by any means. And feel free to ask us about all the things that we haven't done well. We'll tell you our failures because that's our story, you know. So yeah. we're really, so <laughs> we've good. kind of been like, is there any reason why you don't want us to do this? <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> yeah, we'd rather know now. Speak now for whoever holds. It's a bit like a wedding exactly. ceremony. Speak now for whoever holds your peace. Because I yeah. don't want to, um, there to be any illusion. Yes. 
you know, because, but I love that. I love that it, that's what the kingdom's really about, yeah. is it's the, the real deal. Yeah. And it's, it's about heart, about, yeah. you know, um, having that heart and just being ready. Yeah, for sure. So. Good. Very good. All right, let's go on to question one, which is my second question. What, what cultural values do you think, back to our location here, what do you think are the best strengths for us here at C3 Picton? What, what values do you think are going to add the most value to us? I reckon one of our um, greatest values, that, that one of our strengths, is our hospitality. Yes. You know, in our little booklets, I'm not sure, yeah, are they around? Those little booklets, yeah. Yep. Those, these little booklets, have we got some here? Yeah, there's some on the next step hub, I think, sitting on the next. Yeah, so this yep. is our cultural values and uh, what we believe. And in one of them, yeah, is generosity, one of our cultural values. And I think, I think we're pretty good. We do pretty well of, that, of our time, yes. of our talents, yeah, all those who, who serve and uh, who, who do all the stage stuff and all that, of their talents and, and yeah. hospitality and money. But, um, you know, we want to create an environment where visitors feel welcomed. And, yeah. and I think, I think uh, we do that okay. Yeah? Yeah. We do do that very well. I think, you know, like there's, you know, like when we have new people coming into church, they, we do get the, uh, you know, they come up to us and say, man, you people yes. are so friendly. Yeah. And uh, we feel so welcome. So well. we, we feel so loved. And, um, yeah, and uh, I think that's a real great thing. And we love that it, it's not that they're coming to say it to us because it was necessarily like you and I. Yeah, that's right. It's you guys, Absolutely. all of us yeah. together. And that's where we know that that's culture because that's who we are. That's a value that we don't only speak about, but we live and we are that. So if you have made this place your home of re recently, we are so excited about that. And we want this now to become your value and your culture that now as you see new ones coming in, that you would make them feel at home and welcome and a part of this family. Yes. So, and be generous in all aspects. And you know, while we were thinking about the cultural values, like, and I was looking through that booklet and I was like, you know what? Flexibility, you've spoken that this morning. And it's flexibility then in all this time, we have grown as individuals and as a church. We've embraced new things, new concepts, new ways of doing things. And you've been flexible with that. And so we thank you for that. Yes. And we know that in that, as also encompasses other values, our well-being and our care for one another. It has encompassed our discipleship, that we've been open to the journey, that we understand that we're not all there yet and that we each need to take a next step and a new step in God that increased our patience and our love for one another. Like, there's so much. Just in that one, I was like going, oh, Lord, flexibility. That shows lots of values. But it looks different because each of us are different, right? So I really love that as a church, we're continuing to grow in that, yeah. continuing to grow because it deepens our relationship with God, but then it also then deepens our relationship with one another because that's what it's about. Yeah. Like if we're deepening our relationship with the Lord, taking time and looking after our well-being and taking time and learning what it is to be a disciple and a follower of Jesus, that then doesn't say, well, that's just me and my journey. It actually should be broaden my heart and enlarge my heart to go, but now I'm there to serve and love and help someone else on that same journey. Absolutely. And so we thank you as our lead pastors who have shown vulnerability and flexibility and that sense of well-being and care of self. I've heard it articulated time and time again, and it's who you are. Like you said, our story is made of different things, the highs and the lows, but it's our true story. 
and we know that about each one. Thanks for listening today. For more episodes and information, please visit our website at c3wc.com forward slash Wallandilly or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash c3wallandilly.